Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, as we are entering into a day of eating here in America and celebrating with delicious food. I thought that I would have on the podcast today a topic that is near and dear to some of y'all's hearts, and that is the low FODMAP diet. And by near and dear, I mean you are sick of being on the low FODMAP diet. Thanksgiving then is a particularly unpleasant day of festivities for you because there are many foods that you cannot eat on the low FODMAP diet that are served in many of the most common dishes of Thanksgiving. And so if you've ever been put on the low FODMAP diet to control your IBS gas and bloating, if you have been on the low FODMAP diet and tried to get off, but your symptoms come roaring back every time, then this podcast is for you. Today, I'm going to be discussing with you the the only three steps you need to successfully come off the low FODMAP diet. Are you guys ready? Let's jump in. Welcome to the Better Belly Podcast, where we find freedom from food restrictions, we increase energy in our lives, and we begin to feel more healthy and vibrant than ever by finding the root causes of our health problems. My name is Allison Jordan. I'm a marathon runner, functional medicine, health coach, certified craniosacral therapist, gut health nerd, lover of Jesus, and owner of Better Belly Therapies, a clinic based in Ann Arbor, Michigan, that works with both virtual and local clients to help them achieve the best health of their life. I am here to walk with you on your journey to a better belly and a better life. We're going to go beyond popping a probiotic and just checking out our poop. In this show, we are going to go deep into gut transformation strategies that last for your entire life. If you are ready to feel your best, get ready to roll. You are in the right place. And just as a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make any changes to your health. So I am so excited you guys are here today. Not that I am excited if you are stuck on the low FODMAP diet, no, but I'm excited that you're here to get free from FODMAPs. Hey, I'm Allison, and if we haven't met before, I used to be like you, stuck on the low FODMAP diet, going in circles, trying probiotics and kombucha and doctor appointments to get relief from extremely painful, and for me, exhausting IBS, gas bloating, and constipation. So today, I'm going to be talking with you about the three steps you need to get off the low FODMAP diet. These are the same three simple steps that I take my clients through regularly to get free from their chronic gas, bloating, IBS, acid reflux, constipation, and more. So let's jump in. Number one, step number one of getting free from FODMAPs is check your stomach acid. Why do I bring up stomach acid? Because one of the problems that you, your body is trying to deal with when you are on the low FODMAP diet is the fact that you are not digesting well. The term low FODMAP, when you break it down, it stands for low fermentable. And then it lists all these other sugars, which is the O, the M, the, the, and the A is an and, and then P, right? So O, M, 
pea, those are types of sugars that are fermentable in your body. And what is fermentation? Fermentation is a process where bacteria eat something and it changes, uh, eat, eat actually sugars, and it creates things like gas. So if you get a fizzy drink, the original types of fizzy drinks, for example, a, um, a fizzy alcohol, I'm blanking what it's called, but fizzy drinks originally were just made by by catching air and compressing it in some type of fermentable drink. So kombucha can have a bubbly quality to it because it is fermented. It's a fermented tea. And when you ferment tea, you can't just take plain tea and then expect bacteria to grow in it to become kombucha. You have to dump a bunch of sugar into it. So on the low FODMAP diet, you're avoiding specific types of sugars that will ferment in your gut. And that fermentation then creates gas and bloating and a lot of distension in the abdomen and abdominal pain. And it can often also correlate with constipation and acid reflux and basically just sounds and feels like IBS the general experience people have with IBS, that is. And so on a low FODMAP diet, the way it was originally intended by the creators of it who are from Australia, they're these nutritionists in Australia, they developed the low FODMAP diet and they thought, well, if you go on the low FODMAP diet for two to three months, you should starve out that bacteria that is fermenting this food and you should be fine and be able to integrate it back in. And so you've likely been told, oh, just do this diet for a certain amount of time and then slowly integrate foods back in. And then you find out, well, any food I try to integrate back in isn't working. And if that's the case, you are like me. And so the first thing to check if you are having this fermentation problem is your body's own ability to digest food. And the very first step in digesting food is stomach acid. Stomach acid is the number one most common thing I find that my clients with acid reflux, with IBS, who are stuck on the low FODMAP diet or honestly any other super restricted diet, they need support in their stomach acid levels. And I have a whole handout describing how to do, how to check your stomach acid levels with a very simple ingredients from home. And if you go to, you can get these simple ingredients by going and checking out my freebie, the constipation relief guide in the show notes. In this guide, I give you the exact simple test you can do with ingredients from home. Read baking soda, that's all you need, baking soda, and you can see if you have low stomach acid. Now, so number one, step number one is check your stomach acid. If it's low, your goal now is to get it higher. And guess what? When you improve your stomach acid and make it go up, then you are going to have better digestion of food so that by the time it hits your small and large intestine, fermentation is not a problem because you've already broken down all that food more appropriately. So number one, check your stomach acid. Number two is test for pathogens. So why am I bringing up pathogens. What's the word pathogen? Pathogen is an all-encompassing word, meaning some type of infectious bug that is in your gut. It can be candida, it can be H. pylori, it can be C. diff, it can be a parasite. You might have heard of individuals, uh, individual ones of these pathogens, but altogether, any of the any mixture of them, we just call them pathogens. Poor digestion starts with pathogens because pathogens start to cause massive inflammation in the gut. They break down the, the gut lining, leading to leaky gut. 
And generally, they're going to cause their own problems with your body creating and secreting and absorbing nutrients and enzymes and, and all sorts of things. They cause massive chaos in the gut. And so if you have gone on the low FODMAP diet and had some improvement, even if it's not total improvement or even total improvement of, of your symptoms, right? Then you try to get off the low FODMAP diet and things just feel like they're worse or, or all your symptoms come back right away and there's no food you can add back in. You just feel stuck in your low FODMAP diet. Then you likely have a pathogen. And by likely every single client who has had this story where they do everything right, they're on the right diet, they meditate, they go to the doctor, they try to manage, they exercise, they do everything that they quote unquote should do to be healthy. And then when they try to reintroduce foods into their diet, it doesn't work. It is, they, there has always been a pathogen. So if you're wondering, do I have a pathogen, Allison, but do I really have one? Uh, you know, if the number one, the number one test to, or the number one correlation that I see for people of, do I have a pathogen is if you've done everything quote unquote right that you should be doing and you still don't feel better, you have an invisible pathogen that conventional doctors have not found, even if you've been tested by conventional doctors. So you want to test for pathogens using advanced functional medicine lab testing. I use the GI map and uh, the OAT test with my clients, and this helps find everything we need, H. pylori, bacteria, etc. So number one, check your stomach acid. You want to get that stomach acid up if it's low. Number two, test for pathogens. You likely have a pathogen if you are in this scenario where you've kind of got this IBS and constipation and you're trying to treat it with low FODMAP and getting off the low FODMAP's not working, test for pathogens. And number three, step number three, love your liver. What up with the liver though? Why, why do you care about the liver? So if you have had gas, bloating, IBS, constipation, gnarly periods, etc. for a while and you've, you know it because you've been trying to do stuff about it, like go on the low FODMAP diet, then you do have an intoxicated liver at this point. And what do I mean by intoxicated? I'm, it has nothing to do with alcohol, though you actually might be sensitive to alcohol. You might find that drinking alcohol, you get a really big reaction to it with a very small amount of exposure. But what I mean by intoxicated is your liver isn't toxin overload from pathogens, chemicals, xenoestrogens, that's that's fake estrogens from things like hormonal IUDs or the pill, copper toxicity, all these different things that can be going on that has then you've absorbed all these toxins from pathogens and and bacteria that have been overgrowing on your food. You absorb it into your bloodstream because of your leaky gut and it gets dumped onto the liver. Now, once the liver is in toxin overload, it cannot keep up with toxins and it can't clean your entire body. That is its role. If you're not familiar with the liver, check out the, the episode right previous to this one, episode 118. It is all about the liver and how you can use the liver as leverage to get rid of your gas and bloating. So check out again, episode 118 on the liver. And if you have listened to that episode, if you haven't, whether or not you have, I have a very specific liver protocol that is a gift for you that you can get by going to betterbellytherapies.com slash liver. Again, that's betterbellytherapies.com slash liver or click the link in the show notes and you will be able to go and get my top recommended uh, solutions for helping clean your liver. Now, 
if you notice, cleaning your liver here is step number three because while it's, you can start it before step number one, if you do not end with it, you can still have ongoing symptoms. So check out my free protocol and free recommendations on how to clean out your liver, but do not forget to also do step number one and step number two because without those, it's definitely not enough to just love your liver to get off the low FODMAPs. You definitely need a lot deeper work into the gut, um, but definitely still need the liver. So that's step number one, check your stomach acids. Step number two, test for pathogens. And step number three, love your liver. Now, you may want be wondering at this point, Allison, what do I do once I've tested my stomach acid? How do I get back on board my stomach acid levels if they're low in a safe and effective way? Or Allison, how do I get access to these tests and that my conventional doctor won't do for me to test for pathogens? Or Allison, once I know I have what pathogens I have, what can I do to gently and effectively get rid of them without antibiotics? The answer is you can work with me one-to-one in my foundations program. The foundations program is a six-month program I've created just for you to work with me one-on-one to get rid of your most stubborn symptoms. Previous clients from the foundations program have come in with a variety of symptoms, including constipation, SIBO, gas, bloating, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, PMS, acid reflux, hormonal acne, and many more things, y'all. And then they have left free and clear and full of energy. That is with none of those things. Y'all, so good. And if you don't believe me, we have a whole list of testimonial episodes on the podcast, which I'll be linking in the show notes. Go check them out. We have testimonial podcasts for a reason. Go listen to people whose stories were just like yours, where they come in having tried everything and feeling like they've done everything they could to get better. And in three to four weeks, feel totally different and have a totally different life and experience of their symptoms. So if you're ready to get on the Better Belly podcast wait list for the foundations program, just go to betterbellytherapies.com slash wait list. I only accept clients through the wait list because it's the only place where I tell people when I'm opening up new slots for new clients. So go to betterbellytherapies.com slash wait list and I would love to see you there. Hey guys, I hope today's episode was such a blessing to you and just helped open your eyes that you can be free from the low FODMAP diet, even if reintegrating foods hasn't worked for you. There is more to gut health than the low FODMAP diet and just restricting yourself from foods. So if you have been stuck on that hamster wheel of diet after diet and doctor after doctor, I would love to work with you. Head over to betterbellytherapies.com slash waitlist so I can work with you one-to-one and help you find the root cause of your gut health problems. Also, if you are local to the Ann Arbor and Metro Detroit region, I have great news for you. We have an office for in-person clients and you can schedule a new appointment today by going to betterbellytherapies.com booking or clicking the link in the show notes to book a new client evaluation today. I would love to see you in and get to do craniosacral therapy, visceral manipulation, and functional lab testing with you. Also, if you've been listening to the Better Belly podcast and 
you have a question that you would love to get asked, I have an answer. Go to betterbellytherapies.com slash askallison and submit a question using our easy speak pipe app. Just hit click record straight from your phone, record, you can be anonymous or share your name and we can answer your question on the Better Belly podcast. If I like your question, I may feature you and you can get a quick answer straight from me. If you love this episode, you can also hit subscribe so you can stay in the know and know every time a new podcast episode comes out. Also, if you're new to the podcast, I want to let you know we have over a hundred episodes. Go and scroll and check out all the amazing content that we have in the past. I cover topics like constipation, gas, bloating, histamines, diarrhea, IBS. Did I say IBS? I cover a lot, y'all. So go ahead and check out all those episodes in the past. Other ways that you can stay in conversation with us at Better Belly Therapies is by following us on Instagram at Better Belly Therapies. I love connecting with our listeners and it means so much if you drop by and said hi. And as our end off today, normally I end with our motto, but in America here, it's Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving, y'all. I hope that you get to enjoy your day today. And if you find that Thanksgiving and holidays are just not as fun anymore because of your gut health. Don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to work with you. That's what I'm here for is to help you get free from your most stubborn gut health symptoms. Catch you guys next week.